Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Wednesday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello, good afternoon. Our friend Rob is at the controls. Hi. Hello, Rob. Hello. And uh, we are asking you a question. Uh, the question is What word or phrase do you wish would go away forever? What word or phrase do you wish would go bye-bye in the car car? 651-641-1071. We will take your calls right here. And Rob, just interrupt us whenever we have callers. Um, I always think this is a fun one to do. It comes up every twice in a while. Um, But you know how it is. You hear a word or a phrase and you just go, I don't, that, I cannot, no more, please. Flames, flames on the side of my face. I don't want to hear it anymore. 651-641-1071. Unload here. And if you want to follow it up with the thing that you hate that I say all the time, or that Holly says all the time, or that Bradley says all the time, we can handle it. It's all good. Call us out. We don't care. 651-641-1071. What is the word or phrase you wish would go bye-bye in the car car? Holly, can I share with you the thing that uh, makes my head spin? I would love if you shared You know, we talk a lot about things that resonate these days. And the thing that drives me crazy is when people say, I resonate with that, rather than that resonates with me. Oh, mm -hmm. we don't resonate with things. Things resonate with us. So that's the thing I wish would just go bye bye. I wish people wouldn't, there wouldn't be any resonating. (laughs) Then goodbye to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's the goodbye, Duck. Yep. Um, 651-641-1071. What is the word or phrase you wish would go bye-bye in the car car? Rob, who do we have on the line? Amy's with us. Hello, Amy. Hello. Amy, what word or phrase do you wish would go away forever? Well, there's two. Okay. The first one is um, having to do with like people who are influencers. I really, really need intentional to go away. Oh, interesting. Because if we're doing something that's important or whatever, it's usually probably intentional. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really hate that word. And then the other one is sheeple. I could live oh. my whole life and be fine never hearing that again. Yeah, no thank you. No, no thank you. Not a creative word. Nice try, though. Yeah. Uh, Amy, thank you for your thank call. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. So, goodbye. Goodbye. Intentional? <laughs> See you never. And then also the word sheeple. Mm. 
Good day. You lose. You are bankrupt now. Uh, Who else do we have on the line, Rob? This would be Sandra, I believe. Hello, Sandra. Is that you, Sandra? Uh, What word or phrase do you wish would go bye-bye forever? Well, I have two of them. Um, my one that bugs me the most is when people say, I just, I just need to get my arms around that. <laughs> and they're always, you know, it sounds very, like, it's very difficult for them to understand. Right? Like, because I just it, can't it just, quite hug it all the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, just understand it. You don't need to hug it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one that just kind of bugs me is your room needs to, just a little color pop. Oh, a little pop of color. Pop of color. Yeah, yeah, pop of color. Pop of color. Yep. I love it. Thank you. What would you, can you propose, Sandra, is there another thing we should be saying that would give us the same uh, meaning as a pop of color? Uh, No. (laughs) I just just hear pop of color so much. I don't know. Add some color to your room already. There you go. I love it. Thank you, Sandra. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye to wrapping our arms around that. Mm. We will no longer wrap our arms. We poop on that. Oh. Oh, sorry. All right. Well. Are we going to say goodbye to a pop of color? Yeah, a pop of color. Okay. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Rob? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Hello, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> I bet you wish that would go bye-bye in the car car. <laughs> I, I've never heard that before. I Let bet you haven't. <laughs> Marsha, what word or phrase do you wish would go bye-bye in the car car? I also have two of them. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Everybody, it's a twofer again. Well, the first one is at the end of the day. Mm. At the end of mm-hmm. the day. Mm. At the end of the day. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. What's the other one? The other one is, um, oh, my gosh, I just forgot. Oh, that being said. Oh, that that oh being God, said. So pompous, please. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for your call. I think I'm guilty of both of those. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't care. It's all good. Like I said, you can call me out on anything. I'm here for it. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Marsha. Bye, Marsha. You know, yeah, nobody said that these had to be rational thoughts. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. These are things to, that just bug just you. Just bug you. It's all good. You don't have to even, you know, you no apologies necessary. Uh-uh. Uh, so shall we say goodbye to those two phrases? Okay, goodbye. Well, I did say the dolphin to the one. and oh, then good. Uh, Cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, who do we have next, Rob? Hello, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Jamie, what word or phrase do you wish would go away forever? Why, thank you for providing this safe space. Oh, you are are so welcome. There are people very close to me who say this, and Meghan Markle did it in her interview. (gasps) Right. Oh. In the middle, at like, she said, "Um, I was really angry, right? Mm. I don't know. Were you? Were you angry? (laughs) Oh, I love it. What else, Jamie? Is that the only one that you have? Because you get two, apparently. Yeah, we've, we've made new rules. <laughs> well, I'm sure I have plenty, but as soon as you ask that question, that's the that one that sprung like, to mind. Yes. Oh. Well, thank yes. you for right? sharing, Jamie. Just, <laughs> right, oh, Jamie? You're a troll, Colin. Thanks for calling. Right? No, <laughs> right. thank you for your call. Have a great day. We're gonna do this. <laughs> we see you off. Yes. Good day to you. Wrong. Uh, do we have another caller, Rob? I think this might be Tiffany. Perfect. Tiffany, you will have the last words. Uh, Tiffany, what word or phrase do you wish would go bye-bye forever? Are you there? Tiffany. She went bye-bye in the okay, car. Okay, hang on. Um, let's see if Heidi's still here. Let's try Heidi. 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 Heidi, hi. Hi, are you there, Heidi? 
Yep, I'm here. Wonderful. Hey. What word or phrase do you wish would go bye-bye in the car car? Mine is when people say, there, I fixed it for you, when they're tweeting. Oh. It's just so self-righteous. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, you just made me think of mine, Tiffany. Can I, can I piggyback on yours? Yes. It's when people start posts with, I did a thing. Oh. <laughs> I cannot abide. No, thank you. Agree. Oh, Agreed. thank you for your call, Tiffany. I don't know why. It was something about the social media aspect of that that just made Helene me... Helene does oh. not abide. I don't know. I did a thing. Oh, just tell us the thing you did. This isn't cute anymore. Well, what's interesting about the list that you posted from BuzzFeed, Colleen, yeah. it's all of these internet slang terms yes. that have aged... We've aged out of them. Mm-hmm. And so... And then especially when... Internet speak translates to verbal speech. Yes. Sometimes that doesn't translate. I would like to... I have a specific request. Oh, I hope it's the same one that I'm thinking of. I don't think it is. Oh, okay. But let's see. Okay. <laughs> it's I a have, game. <laughs> I have a request to the Daily Mail and basically all the tabloids. Oh, yeah. I want you to strike the word flaunt from the record. Yes. When writing about any female out in a public space. Having body parts. Like, just having their body parts on their body while they're out in public. And describing it as flaunting. Yeah, it's not flaunting. It's just, like, existing. Living. Yeah. Boy, that's a good one, Holly. Play play it away. Yay. Okay. Uh, you're going to get this. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, and finally, I would just like to uh, say my final piece for the word adulting. No. No more. Bye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've got a little talk show roundup. Um, I, oh, I'm hoping we'll have time for both of these. At least we'll have time for one. This woman who went viral on TikTok for something she found in her home was on Ellen yesterday. And OMG, if you haven't heard this story, I, it, you're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so we didn't get a chance to talk about this weird four-part series that was on TikTok, but thankfully, Ellen found this gal and had her on her show, so now we have a reason to talk about it. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation, and Holly and I are here with you. Rob is oh, at the I controls. Turn on my mic. That would be helpful. Um, there, We're all here. We're just here. Um, and, okay, I'm going to start this uh, little story by telling you that I used to have, like, a like I'm going to say fantasy, but you know what I mean, like, a good dream that I found an extra room in my house. Did you want to go to Narnia or something? I just, I don't know. It's like, it always was my favorite dream. Uh, it was always just an extra room. There wasn't anything magical about it, like Narnia. Um, but I just, like, loved this idea that, like, there was, like, a whole separate space for me to explore, right? Well, this actually happened to an actual person, and she was on the Ellen show yesterday, and and we had seen the four-part series on TikTok. Holly Bradley shared it with us, I think, last week, and we never talked about it on the air. And then I was reminded of it because she was on Ellen. And Okay, first of all, I do just want to say, Ellen, she didn't do a very good job. Because I still have questions. She didn't ask the obvious questions that I still have. But what were the obvious questions? I'm going to tell the story first, and then I'll tell you what the obvious questions were that she missed. Perfect. Okay, so the story goes like this. This gal who's on TikTok, and she's got like a, you know, she's got a pretty robust following. She takes a video of herself as she walks by her... um, bathroom uh, mirror there's always like a breeze coming in her bathroom and she's like i don't know what it's from 
and so she then removes the mirror behind her vanity in the bathroom and it reveals a hole in the wall into another room what not only another room but oh my goodness she's like well i have to explore this so she has her friends come over and they video her climbing through the wall because it's a tiny little i mean it's not a tiny hole but you know it's a you have to crawl through it was a tight squeeze for Mm -hmm. her to crawl through and she but she did and she got on the other side of the wall and it was a whole other apartment that was basically open behind her um behind her mirror. It reminds me of that movie Candyman. Oh, that's a nice thought. Sorry, it's real. <laughs> okay, so but apparently this it's like a whole other apartment and it's being worked on and there was somebody had been there recently because there's like a bottle of water in there. And I'm like, "All right, well now I have questions." Okay, thank you. What are your questions? And I'll tell you if Ellen asked them. My question is, well, didn't she hear anything on the other side of the wall? Okay, Ellen did ask that question. All right, thank you, Ellen. But it wasn't, like, answered in a satisfactory way, because she said something about having been gone for a long time, and so she hasn't heard anything since. So I'm like, okay, well, all right, that... Okay, so I'm not satisfied with that answer, but she didn't probe further. Did Ellen ask... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did Ellen ask... If uh, she talked to the landlord about it? No, she did not ask that. And I thought to myself, that would be the first question I asked. Yeah, I'd be like, excuse me, uh, landlord human being. I would like a discount on my rent because somebody could have climbed in my apartment at any moment. Oh, so you thought about the creep angle. I was like, hey, can can I uh, crawl through this space and make this mine? Well, I thought that too. Like, you know, real estate in, uh, in New York... Apart- the, the apartments are not big. No. You don't have a lot of space. Yeah. But definitely so when you discover a whole other apartment behind yours. Right. Also, another question, is somebody going to be living in this apartment soon? Are you going to repair the hole? Thank you. Ellen did not ask. Ellen did not ask what the like what the plan with that apartment was. Like if she didn't ask anything. She just, you know what she did do though? You know what she did do? You know what she did do? Did she give her one of her kind boxes and dance around the studio? You are so close right now. Ah! You are so close. She ended the entire interview by doing the most Ellen thing ever. She's like, I've got a whole line of furniture. No. Oh, Ellen, honey. And I thought you needed a new vanity. No, honey. And $10,000. Oh, how nice of her. So it turned into an advertisement for Ellen's home brand. Well, congratulations, Ellen, for the SpawnCon opportunity. I mean, what would you do, Colleen, if you were in this situation where you went on the show and you were like, oh, thanks for the furniture? I'd be like, Ellen, Ellen, I don't need a new vanity. I need the All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hole in my wall repaired. I need to know that I'm going to be secure when somebody tries to knock down my mirror. Yeah, talk to and the come super. In and kill me. Right? Like, or maybe, or maybe like a whole new apartment, Ellen. Thank you. I love that your default is that someone's going to crawl through the whole space and is they're going to come to kill you. Yes, of course. How, what did you think? I wouldn't have even thought about that. Are you kidding? No. That's my first thought is like, well, if she can get into that apartment, who's waiting to get into hers? <laughs> and why didn't somebody, you know, like, here's my other question that Ellen didn't ask. The people who are working on that apartment, did they know that that hole in the wall goes to this lady's apartment? Like, are, have they been told, like, don't push there because that woman, there's a person that lives on the other side of that and her mirror will break and then you'll be looking into her. Also, in her bathroom. Everybody sit with that for a second. There are, I'm probably clothed 20% of the time I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. But the other 80%, I'm in various stages of undress and or doing things that maybe I don't really want an audience for. Yeah, right? they, nobody needs to see you on the toilet on Twitter. Right. Partially closed. So because I, let's be honest, that's what you're doing right yes, now. So I don't think, I don't think, I think I'd want to know, like, that just is a very, it's a loose barrier. That's all I'm saying. There's a loose barrier between you and the rest of the world. And she deserved to know. I mean, I just, I have so many questions and Ellen asked zero of them. Well, because she wanted to use it as a SponCon opportunity. Oh, so rude. Ellen, think of us, okay? Has she ever? No. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebs behaving badly. We have a name for them. We call them D-bags. And we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebs behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hi. Our friend Rob is at the controls. Hello. And we're taking you to three o'clock. But right now we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We call them. D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, Holly, who's your D-Bag today? I don't know. What? We've got a D-Bag <gasps> mystery, Colleen. I love it. I love it when we have D-Bags and mysteries all at once. Yeah, get ready for this. Well, I don't think we're going to be able to solve it, but oh. it could be any number of people who's the D-Bag in this story. And okay. it comes courtesy of Melissa McCarthy. She's on the April cover of InStyle magazine. I think she has a movie on Netflix that she's out promoting. But at the 2019 Vanity Fair Oscar party, I don't remember this. Maybe you remember this. But Melissa McCarthy showed up to the Vanity Fair Oscar party, which is the biggest non-official Oscar party in town. Mm -hmm. She wore an Adidas tracksuit. Do you remember that? Vaguely. And didn't her husband also, they like were matchy because they're the cutest couple ever. Yes. They both wore Adidas track suits. Uh-huh. Thank you. They sure did, Colleen. Words are hard. It's Wednesday. Stop. I know. I I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Her husband, Ben Falcone, walked the carpet of the Vanity Fair Oscar party. They walked together in matching Adidas track suits. Cute. 
Very cute, right? Yes. Well, apparently, Colleen, there were some celebrities and people at the Vanity Fair Oscar party who were totally not here for it because Melissa McCarthy shares in this new interview with InStyle that people were flipping her off and telling her to what? bleep off at the party because of what she was wearing. No, because they were jealous. That's why. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have that idea and they were uncomfortable and they were wearing waist trainers and they had thongs yep. and they were wearing uh, heels that were too high oh. and they were upset because their underwire was poking them in the side boob. Mm-hmm. It, it's not your fault, Melissa McCarthy. It's theirs. Yeah, well, Melissa McCarthy did say... She, that it was done jokingly, but she also said there was something real behind it. Oh, for sure. That it's totally that. Like, yes, when somebody's like, "Oh, I'm just kidding," and you're like, <laughs> "But you're not actually. That's not a. You're not kidding. You yeah, really mean that." Yeah, well, that's let's, real. Let's chew on that nug a little bit, but let's not because, uh, you know, you can pay someone to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but Melissa McCarthy said, you know, after the ceremony, after the Oscars. Everyone put on a different dress and a different pair of heels because that's what happens because you're getting photographed right. again. A little more casual. Mm-hmm. And they were totally like, go bleep yourself. We're wearing a tracksuit. Rude. Very rude. Now, the idea of wearing matching Adidas tracksuits was a really last minute thing for Melissa McCarthy. She said, I'm sure it threw everybody in a tizzy because the idea came to me the day before the Oscars. I asked, can we wear, me and my husband, can we wear matching tracksuits? And someone was like, for tomorrow, like that both fit. It's not that easy, which I would be like, yeah, you go to the mall and you figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, who am I to say? But silly. She looked really cute. And it was, uh, yeah, the matching top, matching bottom. Also, now you can tell it was Melissa McCarthy. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, you can tell it was last minute because they didn't have the Adidas sneakers to complete right. the look because he was wearing Converse and she was wearing Nikes. But right. it was all in the same color scheme. So it worked. Yeah. And she looked like she was having a lot See, of fun. That's the other thing. Listen, okay, so I, I I straddle both sides of this story in the sense that I love the aesthetic of other people. Like, I love being, I like to dress up too. Like, I like dress up events. I like classy events where everybody's like, you know, looking their best and maybe like feeling their best inside, but maybe being a little bit uncomfortable. Having some light Spanx gas. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, saying no to the dessert because you just don't know where you'd fit it because you're all sucked in all over the place. Like, I, I love that for a short period of time. And then I love the like the the fun and the relaxation of of you know you know basically she was giving a middle finger to that right like right. everybody else was getting up getting dressed up in their second look of the evening a uh, second level of discomfort and she was like no nah, i'm not doing that today yeah and i love that too and again like who cares at the end of the day who cares what you decide to wear well exactly it doesn't it does i mean it, that that she was comfortable she was happy and People let's be put honest, your fingers away. Everybody was just jealous. They were jealous and they were mad. They were envious mm-hmm. that they didn't think of that great idea. And now they can't because if they did, they'd be biting off uh, of what Megan McCarthy did. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa, sorry. You know. 
I don't know what Megan was up to. Yeah, Megan McCarthy, I don't know, in Dubuque, Iowa. She was just chilling watching the Oscars. Now, Melissa McCarthy and her husband, they dressed up for the actual Academy Awards. And in the article that I posted, Colleen, you can see her outfit, which is is so gorgeous. Thank you. She's wearing this real... I'm like, whoa, this outfit's perfect. She's wearing a jumpsuit. Tuxedo Holly, jumpsuit, it literally is with if, a cape. If I could design with a cape, an outfit for Holly, it's that would be it, because it's all the things you love. Yeah, a good uh, pant jumpsuit and a cape. Mm-hmm. It's all of your favorite things. It's it's wonderful. So raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens. Ah, so haters gonna hate. We're here for you, Melissa. You looked fabulous. Yeah, she did. Um, all right, a D bag. My D bag is the Daily Mail. Oh boy! Yay! Yay! Bing. Frequent flyers for this headline and actually the whole vibe of it. Okay. Katie Holmes appears puffy eyed as she and Bo Emilio Vitolo Jr. step out in New York City. What? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> what? And it literally is a pictorial, uh, you know, uh, examination of Katie Holmes and her boyfriend, Emilio Vitolo Jr., out for a walk in NYC, um, masked up. They're just side by side walking. He's got a bag. I don't know what's in it from Barney's. And she they're both like I said, they both have masks on. And when and and then what the Daily Mail does is they zero in on the same picture closer and closer so that you can see that Katie Holmes' eyes are indeed puffy. Oh, it's so bad, Colleen. Oh, my it's gosh. so and trashy. The, it's so trashy, <laughs> and there's a lot of words all around it, but at the end of the day, the thing they thought was most important was for us to know that she had puffy eyes. And can I just read you? This is the, It's not funny. This is the caption under the close-up picture. Careful. The 42-year-old actress who appeared to have puffy eyes made sure to take the precaution of wearing a mask. Jeez. Oh, what? Oh, this is uh oh. what? Let the yeah. woman puff in peace. That's not the thing. Well, and what's the story they're trying to tell us? I think what they're trying to tell us Actually, Colleen, when you look at the photographs, yeah. I think what the Daily Here's because this is what the Daily Mail does. Yeah. They don't want to point out what they actually want to point out, so they circle around what they're trying to Mm. point out without actually saying it. Because when I'm looking at this photograph, it looks like something's up with Katie Holmes' eye. Yeah. Like, perhaps a medical... I don't know. There's something happening there. Maybe she's on her way home from an appointment with her ophthalmologist. Yeah. Things happen to people's bodies. Yes. But the Daily Mail doesn't want to point out, oh my God, what's happening with Katie Holmes' eye? I hope she's okay. Right. Like, is she having having an oozy allergic reaction? Yeah. But let's zoom in on this. Oh, man. And let's not state the obvious i mean and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the hour when we were talking about words and phrases we don't want to hear anymore that's what the daily mail does when they write about specifically and then they do it with men too but Mm -hmm. really on female bodies when they don't want to point out something that's very obvious that they think that you want to look at but then they write around it yeah i'm thinking about you know when they write about women who are wearing swimsuits right or 
women who are existing on planet Earth. They may not even be in women who are walking with legs. Yes. But they they don't want to point out the obvious because they don't want to look so trolly. Yeah, but they're so trolly. Yeah, this is extremely so trolly. trolly. And it warms my heart that you brought this to the table, Ugh. Colleen, today, because reading this, it was like, okay. Just let her be. Yeah. Let leave Katie Holmes and her eyeballs alone. And then here's another sentence from oh, the great. Daily Mail. Oh, great. Meanwhile, mm. meanwhile, while she's walking around with puffy eyes, Kate pulled on a fl- uh Pulled on a flare of fitted jeans that emphasized her enviably svelte legs and rounded off the ensemble with sneakers. Okay. <laughs> God, she has legs and she's showing them off somebody by wearing got, pants. Somebody got paid for that. Well, that sounds like it comes from like times of yore where she's showing off her legs. Women are wearing pants. Mm-mm. 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 When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have to be honest, I've been excited for this segment all day long because Holly, you did something very special over the weekend. And I don't even know if you at this moment realize how special it is. You watched the new Punky Brewster. Sure did. One of my favorite shows of all time, the old Punky Brewster, the best theme song of all time. You watched the reboot of Soleil Moon Fries, Punky Brewster, and you're going to give me a heartfelt review when we return on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Oh, I'm so excited on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hey! My friend Rob is at the controls. Hi! And uh, Holly, you watched something this weekend that I need to get downloaded so that I can watch, and that is the new season of Punky Brewster. I did it just for you, Colleen. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is one of my favorite TV shows of all time, and the theme song is like the best theme song ever. And that is my first question before you tell me anything about your review of the new show. Do they use the theme song? In variations. Okay, I'll take it. In variations. I'll take a variation on a theme. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so let's dig in to uh, the, the reboot of Punky Brewster. Mm-hmm. Now, now, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago in the context of reboot or get the boot, and I think that it was decided that, yes, the reboot of Punky Brewster, a continuation of this story, was welcomed by all in the group. Yes, which is why they went ahead with it. Which is, Yes. <laughs> So you can watch. They always do consult us. Uh huh. We are NBC's focus group. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is on Peacock. So this is on NBC's streaming service only. This is not on the network. And I watched three episodes. Wow. Do they do they drop the whole season at once? Well, there is at least three episodes. Okay. Well, good. That's okay. all I can speak to. That's fine. Uh, and Salemu Fry is back as Punky Brewster. Sherry Johnson is back as Sherry. And in this series, we find Punky Brewster, a single mom of three, mm-hmm. who finds herself in a situation where she can take in another child who reminds herself of her younger Punky Brewster oh, days. It's perfect. It's just perfect. I also can we talk about who, who plays her ex husband, Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, I'm glad he's got a job. Yay, he's working. I like to look at him. Sorry, that's truth. Now I'm trying to um, 
Uh-oh. Bring oh, you no. back down to earth, oh, Colleen, no. in this because I see your enthusiasm. I like hear things I love. I hear your excitement about Punky Brewster. And I'm here to tell you that this reboot is really good background TV. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? It's I, really good to put on in the background. I'm starting to just feel that way in general about sitcoms. Yeah. Right? Like they're just kind of good to be there, but they don't really do they don't really take you places. They just sort of like occupy you for a minute. Yeah, because the sitcom as a as a television medium, as a storytelling mechanism, has its own tropes. And this Punky Brewster is what they like to call in the biz a multi-cam sitcom. Okay. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which means that you're seeing it out, play out like a play almost. And yep. then you have the cameras alternating the shots. And that's what this is. And a, if, if we were talking about a single cam, we would be talking about something more like uh, um, Modern Family yes. or The Office. Yes. Yeah. So just to kind of give people an idea of what mm-hmm. you mean when you're talking in, the, in that language. Yeah. Uh, and it very much plays like a long-in-the-tooth sitcom. Like super cheesy. Like like super cheesy. your mark. Deliver your line. Yep. Canned laughter. It it has all of the above. So if you're ready for that experience and you're already and you're ready to face your own mortality when you look at Freddie Prince Jr. Right. I mean, there is that. He's still good to look at the passage of time. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, it, it happens. Then perhaps dabble in Punky Brewster. But I say this... The real high note is the charm of Soleil Fluck Fry. She just, like, she has not ever lost, I don't think, that playful charm that made Punky Brewster such a great character. Yeah, exactly. And watching this Punky Brewster reboot, you want to hang out with Soleil Fry. Yeah, and I always did, so I'm glad to hear that. You want to hang out with her because you learned that Punky Brewster, the character, went on to be a rock photographer, a travel photographer. She was jumping out of planes mm-hmm. and, and doing all these really cool things. And now she finds herself in a spot where she's getting divorced. She has kids. She's just settled down and is a wedding photographer. And so she's kind of looking at her life and seeing where she wants to go. But she, Soleil Moonfry is so charming. I love her. And I'm sad that we really didn't get a lot from her as an adult. Right. I am too. You know, she did do, she had like a brief um, guest starring role on uh, The Wonder Years. But that was like 30 years ago. I know. That's the thing is like, but then, but then we haven't seen her in a really long time. Now, what I'm also interested in, and I saw that you also watched, was she has a documentary um, also on the Peacock Network. Well, I haven't watched this yet because this is going to be launching on Friday. Okay, so this isn't even out yet. So this isn't even out yet, but I think that this is going to be really interesting and bringing it to you because, Colleen, I thought you would be interested in this. But Soleil Fry has a new documentary called Kid 90 Out. And in this documentary, she's sharing a lot of personal details, a lot of intimate photos, movies, and diaries about what it was like being a child actor in the early 90s. Mm. 
And this is going to be really interesting because what, um, as this is not, I don't think, um, the same thing that happens with young celebrities now in 2021, but in the nineties, if you were young and a celebrity, that was like a club, right? Like they, they, many of them knew each other. They ran in similar circles. They lived in similar neighborhoods. They, you know, went to school together when they went to school. Mm -hmm. Um, They were friends with each other. Right. And so she has connections to people that you might not even really consider that she has connections to. Totally, because in this, she's talking to people.com about this new documentary. And some of the names that come up include people like Brian Austin Green, mm-hmm. Mark Paul Gossler. So, Brian Austin Green from Beverly Hills 90210, Mark Paul Gossler from Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. David Arquette, mm. Mark Wahlberg. She says it was like we were all in eighth grade together. Right. Right. And they all kind of ran in the same circle. And so, these are the pieces like, that's the show I actually want to see. Is this the reality show of what? And she, um, she, this is all her own footage because she, or most of it is her own footage. She had a video camera at that time in her life and they would just run video on when they all hung out together. It reminds me of, I want to say it was like Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez and, and that sort of, you know, group. They had a lot of home videos of movies that they made when they were kids mm-hmm. um, that were featured in, oh, it was Rob, was it Rob Lowe's, like a documentary about Rob Lowe? I can't remember. Well, you met him. You should know. I know. He told me. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but I mean, but, you know, you forget that these people had lives outside of the characters that they played. Yes. And they hung out together. And so they have this, like, this footage, and she's now using her own personal footage to help round out and bulk up this documentary about being a kid star in the 90s. Well, yeah, you have that relationship. Even coming into this segment, Colleen, you were so excited because it was the punky Brewster. factor is real, y'all. It is very real. Now, and I think you know, we were asking earlier in the segment, well, geez, why haven't we seen Soleil Moon Fry and stuff in the 90s and the 2000s because obviously she's a talented performer. She's very compelling and charming when she's on television. I want her to have a talk show. Yes. Yeah, right? Yes. Well, she met her husband, Jason Goldberg, when she was a teenager and they got married in 1998. Mm. And she was doing the family thing. Yeah. And then she turned 40, she said, and I began to question who I was. Yeah. She said, I was so immersed in being a mother and a wife and I started to question who I really was. I mean, that's so relatable. So relatable. Yeah. Uh, So I think we're going to get a lot of insights in this documentary, Kid 90, and that's going to be this Friday, and it's on Hulu. I love it. Okay, so it's not on the it's not on the Peacock. No, so you have to have another streaming service. That's fine. I do. (laughs) Fine. fine. I'm excited about this, though. I'm definitely going to watch this. Hopefully, I'll I'll get to it this weekend, Um, because again, it'll tickle that little uh, nostalgia area. And um, and it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, and if you want to tickle your nostalgia with Punky Brewster, by all means, go ahead and do it. Can I ask a question about the yeah. Peacock Network? Because yep. we have, there is a free version, right? And that's what I use. Okay, so you can watch it on the free version. Yes, you okay. can watch Punky Brewster on the free version of the Peacock app. You'll okay. have to sit through a couple of ads, but what if else? you don't mind that, whatever, it's fine. Which is so funny, right? Like, my kids get so antsy with ads. I'm like, you guys... Not only did I have to use to watch ads, I also had to get up off of my butt to turn the channel. 
And back in my day, we only had three to five. Right? That's all we had. And you would have to click it on that clunky thing that would go ka-chunk, and then you'd hear the ksh before it actually like landed on the channel. Ka-chunk. They look at me like I'm crazy. Also, I'm like, what are you doing watching television? Is YouTube not working? What's happening? Yeah. They don't watch TV. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly wants to know if uh, how often you buy your underwear. True. That's it. That's the question. It's actually true. That's... Mm-hmm. That's the question. 651-641-1071. Talk to us about your undies. Holly wants to know, how often do you buy underwear after this on My Talk 1071? Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 